A large portion of the Jewish nation has returned to its homeland, but the heart, soul, and mind of much of the Jewish nation are still in exile mode. This state of affairs must and will inevitably change. This is Torah Nation TV from Jerusalem, and we are speaking with the head of Machon Shiloh, Rabbi David Bar Chaim. Shalom, Rabbi Bar Chaim. Shalom. On Tisha B'Av in the Shemona Esrei, we say an expanded version of the bracha Bonei Yerushalayim. The nusach that is printed in Mosi Durim describes Jerusalem as being desolate and without inhabitants, and this despite the fact that many hundreds of thousands of Jews reside here in Jerusalem. Should one nevertheless use the nusach that is printed in Mosi Durim, and if not, what should one do? There are, in fact, uh, a number of reasons why one should not use the nusach that appears in Mosi Durim, but rather uh, use a different nusach, as, as I will explain. Not only for the reason that you mentioned, although that is also a very valid reason, but also for other reasons. So let us begin at the beginning. The first thing to know is that the requirement to add something or to expand part of the uh, tefillah of the Shmonesre on Tisha B'Av is not mentioned in the Talmud Bavli at all. It is mentioned in the Talmud Yerushalmi, as we shall explain, but in the Talmud Bavli it is not mentioned at all. And this indicates clearly that the original practice in Bavel and the environs, going back to the Talmudic period and also apparently for a few centuries after the Talmudic period, so we're talking about the, the 6th, the 7th, the 8th, the 9th centuries, apparently, the practice was not to say anything special with regards to Tisha B'Av. The only source that we have in Chazal for changing any part of the tefillah or adding something to, to the tefillah on Tisha B'Av appears in the Talmud Yerushami, both in Masechet Berachot and in Masechet Ta'aniyot. The same information, the same statement appears in both places. And what we find there is also quoted by the Reef. The Reef at the end of Masechet Ta'aniyot, in the pages of the Reef, it is on page Yod, Daf Yod Amud Aleph, he quotes as follows. Yerushalmi, in other words, I am now quoting from the Tabu Yerushalmi, that's what the reef means to tell you. And he's quoting from the Tabu Yerushalmi for the reason that we just explained, because there is no parallel source in the Talmud Bavli. However, by the time the reef is writing his Sefer Halachoth, approximately 1,000 years ago, it was a very uh, standard practice throughout the Jewish world to add this tefillah on Tishat Ba'ava. So he must quote it from the only source that exists, which is the Yerushalmi. So he writes, Yerushalmi, Rabbi Aha Omer, Yahid the individual on Tisha In other words, even the individual, in doving his own silent Shmonesra, uh, is required to mention the fact that today is Tisha B'Av and to mention the reason for this day being uh, commemorated. Umaynihu, uh, what is this? Uh, to fidelity must say. Now what we have in the reef before us is it reads as follows Nahem Adunai Lohenu Alenu Wali Salamecha Wali Rushamirecha, etc. etc. He doesn't bring the entire Nusak which does it which does appear in the Yushami, he just brings the beginning of it. Now I want you to take note of what we see here. The word beneath my finger is Nahem or the Nun. Nahem. 
which means to comfort. The problem with the, the language quoted by the Reef is that in Hebrew you cannot possibly say Nahem Adonai Lahenu Alenu Wa'ali Salamecha. Now the word Nahem, it mean, meaning to comfort, must therefore be followed, must be followed according to Hebrew grammar by the expression Nahem Aveletzion or Nahem Yisrael Amecha or Nahem Et Yisrael Amecha or something like that. That you cannot be Nahem Al, you cannot, you can be the Rahem al someone, you can take mercy, have mercy on someone. That takes the preposition al, but to le Nahem, to comfort, as opposed to le Rahem with a resh, le Nahem with a nun, has to be followed by either an et or just uh, the, 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 uh, the object. In other words, comfort the Jewish people, Nahem Amelcha Yisrael, or something like that. It's clear from the language that the reef. Uh, has been uh, tampered with, the Lashon of the Reef has been tampered with. That's, it's clear both for the grammatical reason that I point out, it's also clear because the Reef is quoting from the Tamud Yerushalmi. And in the Tamud Yerushalmi, the statement does not begin with the word Nahem, with the Nun, but rather with the word Rahem, with the Resh, which is of course logically followed by Rahem Al, Yisrael Amecha, etc. And the Reef is quoting from the Yerushalmi, so he must be quoting what the Yerushalmi says and not something else. It is therefore clear that in the printings of the reef before us, a small change was made. The resh of Rahem was changed, was modified to become a nun, uh, and therefore read as Nahem. Uh, when was this done? I cannot be certain, but I do know that already in the first printing of the reef, uh, 500 odd years ago plus, this was already the case. Uh, so it was obviously done a long time ago. And this was done in order to make it uh, fit the nusach that it appears in most sidurim, which begins with the word nahem. And quite fittingly, if you do begin with nahem, then you follow with something like nahem et amecha Yisrael or et avelet Zion or something along those lines. So we have here uh, the text of the reef which has been tampered with. And the same uh, exact thing, one, one can have no doubt, I believe, uh, happened with, with regards to the Rosh. Uh, in the Rosh as well, already in the first printing of the Rosh, from Venice in 1520, uh, the Rosh too quotes the Ushami as it were, but the wording that he brings is not the text of the Ushami, but the text which is found in most Sidurim nowadays. In other words, there, the not only one letter was changed from Rahem to Nahem, but rather the, the first few words were changed in order to make it fit that which is found in the Sidurim. The reason behind these changes was simply to uh, make the text of the reef or the Rosh fit with the common practice. And this is not something unusual, it shouldn't really surprise us. But there is no doubt that the original text of the Yerushami, as we have it in, in the, uh, all, all the printed versions of the Yerushami from the first printing onwards, and all the manuscripts of the Yerushami is with, begins with the word Rahem and continues to say, Rahem alius aleno, alius alamecha, alius shangirecha, etc. In other words, very similar to the Nusach that we have in Birkat Amazon, for example, which is another indication of an ancient Nusach, the modular nation, uh, I'm sorry, the modular uh, style of the Nusach, which uh, can be used in Birkat Amazon or in Tefillah or in some other place in the Sidur. This is one of the uh, uh, obvious characteristics which we see in many of the tefilot from, from ancient times. 
Furthermore, the statement of the reef uh, that we add this to fill on, on, on uh, Tisha B'Av uh, does not make any mention of the fact that it should be said only during the Tefillah of Minha, but rather the impl clear implication is that it should be said throughout uh, the day of Tisha B'Av, that is to say, both in, in Arvith and in Shaharith, and also, of course, in Minha. And this is not only the implication of the Rosh, but in fact, the Rosh goes further and goes on to say that I was, I've always been surprised and uh, amazed, writes the Rosh in his own words, that uh, people, many people have the practice of saying this Tefillah only during Mincha, when it is clear it should be said for all the tefillot of Tisha B'Av. And this is not just a preferable uh, halachic stance, this is the actual chova, this is the requirement, because the Yerushami, which is the source of this entire halacha, this is an example of a halacha that began in Eretz Yisrael and was eventually accepted by the entire Jewish world, including in Bavel. Uh, the statement in the Talmud Yerushami is that the Ahid the individual, even the individual, that is to say, of course, also the shleach sibur, the person leading the minyan, must also do so. But the implication and the, the stress is laid on the fact that even an individual who prays by himself on Tisha B'Av is required to make this, uh, recite this special tefillah during the, his Shmon Esre. This tefillah is a chova and must be said during all the tefillah of, of the day, just as on Rosh Chodesh we say, during all the tefillot, Arvith, Shaharith, Minha, just as we say, on Chola Mo'ed or Yom Tov, just as we say, Anisim, during all the tefillot on Hanukkah, Purim, etc. So there is no question that this, this is the position of the reef, and this is exactly what the Rosh states very explicitly. This is also quoted by his son, the Tur, in Siman Taubchof Nunzain. And this is also the clear intention of the Rambam. I'll read, quote to you the Rambam just to clarify the point. In Rambam's Mishneh Torah, Perek Be'ev, Halacha Yod or Tetzayin, depending on one's edition, Rambam writes, B'thisha B'av, Mosifim B'vunei Yerushalayim, one adds into the Bracha B'vunei Yerushalayim, Rahim Adonai Elohenu Aleinu Ali Salamech V'Ali Yerushalayim Yerecha, etc. Here the Rambam only mentions the Nusach briefly, but at the end of Sefer Ahava, where he brings uh, all the Nusach of the Tefillah, there he mentions the entire Nusach that one adds on Tisha B'Av, and it begins with Rahim, as we just said, and it is more or less exactly the Nusach of the Yerushalmi. And this is true for all the ancient sources, by the way. Uh, we I'll show you, for example, the Nusach that we find in uh, Sidur Rav Sa'ya, uh, I'm sorry, Rav Amram Gaon, Seder Rav Amram Gaon. Here one can see the Nusach that is quoted by Rav Amram Gaon begins with Rahim. It is also very close to the Nusach of the Yerushalmi. And it is very different from the Nusach which appears in most Sidurim. The same is true for the Sidur of Rav Sa'ajagon, etc., etc. In almost all the Rishonim, uh, the Ramban, or the Nun, also in Torah Adam and the Ritba, and all sources basically, we find this Nusach which begins with Rahem, Ali Salamecha, and it is basically, uh, loosely based, or very closely based in, in most cases, on the Nusach of the Yerushalmi. It is only in the Or uh, Zarua that I have found a source which quotes the following. It says there, and this is also it also appears in the Tur, which is comes after the Or Zarua, uh, in the name of Rabbi Yuda Barceloni, that that, that uh, in Or Zarua is brought the name of of certain anonymous Geonim, that uh, one says Rahem 
during Arvit and, and Shaharit, and in the afternoon, one says Nahim. The logic there being explained uh, is that in the morning, in the evening, rather, and in the morning, one is like a mourner uh, before he buries his dead, and after in the afternoon, one is like a mourner who has already buried his dead and is now uh, in a state where he can uh, receive Nahama, he can re- receive Nihum Avelim. So we say Nahamenu or Nahim instead of instead of Rahim. This is an interesting svara, perhaps, but it is uh, unclear where this Nusach comes from, the Nusach of Nahim. It is entirely unclear who invented it. And it uh, clearly is not the Nusach that appears in the Yerushalmi. So when faced with a text which appears in the Yerushalmi, which is quoted by all the ancient sources, uh, and uh, which is a chovah to, re- to uh, recite according to the Talmud Yerushalmi and according to all these posakim that we've mentioned, one uh, is surprised that anyone would, would have thought of uh, replacing with another Nusach. That is the uh, first and, and foremost reason to prefer this Nusach of Rahim over any other Nusach. The other reason, as you mentioned, is the fact that the Nusach that, is, uh, that appears in Mercy Durin, the Nusach that, that begins with the word Nahem, is very explicit in uh, describing Yerushalayim in terms which simply cannot be reconciled today with the reality. Uh, I will quote just for a moment to make the point clear. The Nusach here, this is a standard Nusach Ashkenaz Sidur I have in front of me, speaks about uh, comforting Avelet Zion and Avelet Yerushalayim, and it speaks about the ear, the city, Ha'ir, Ha'avela, Ha'areva, Ha'bezuya, Ha'ashumema, and then it goes on to explain what it means. It says, Ha'ashumema me'en Yoshev, for example, the city which is desolate without inhabitants. The city which is in mourning without his children. This, uh, despite the fact that uh, there are in Yerushalayim today many hundreds of thousands of Jews, it is a, uh, a thriving and, and uh, bustling city, and it's difficult to see how one can make such statements uh, in the present t- at the present time, particularly after the Six-Day War. And this is why a number of Chachamim over the years have uh, mentioned uh, this this issue, have come up against this issue, and made s- certain suggestions to to uh, avoid s- making statements in outer filoth, which are clearly factually not true, and in fact are lies. Uh, and that's a very serious thing to speak before Hashem and to speak something which is not true. Uh, I have here, for example, a card which I found. Uh, in uh, one one uh, one one Tisha B'Av of the Kotel many many years ago, possibly thirty or more years ago, this uh, is a nusach that was put out by Rav Goren, a governor of Shlomo Goren Zal, uh, after the Six Day War, uh, also based uh, to a large extent on the Yerushalmi and the Rishonim. Uh, another another great chacham who was asked on more than one occasion what to do about this nusach was uh, Rav Haim David. Levi. We have here the, uh, the book, put out the book by Rav Haim David Halevi called Asel Harav. And the first uh, volume, Siman Yudar, the uh, Teshuvah or response, response in number 14, he writes that, yes, indeed, you have a good point. Someone asks him this question. He says, You are entirely right. It's impossible to 
to say this Nusach has before. And his suggestion is to say, to speak about Yerushalayim Shehayatha Hareva and Bizuya, that was once in such a state. Yerushalayim was once such and such. And without uh, its children, in he used to be in this, in this state. And then to go on to ask for the more complete Geulah uh, and redemption. My problem with this uh, solution, with the suggestion, is that what we say in Tefillah should not be a uh, description of the of uh, historical facts, unless of course we're thanking Hashem for something that happened and is now over, such such as Aranisim uh, for Purim for Hanukkah. There we relate what happened, and that's the end of it. We thank Hashem for what was, and we're not asking for anything with regards to the future uh, in connection to that uh, event. But here, with regards to the Mikdash and uh, everything that goes with it, here we are talking about the present situation, which is lacking. If, we're, if, the, if we only speak about what was, then we're not really describing fully what is today. And therefore, uh, many years ago, I published a, a, a version of this tefillah, which is essentially the text of the Talmud Yerushalmi, almost word for word, as quoted also by almost all the Rishonim that we mentioned, the Rif and the Rosh and the Rambam and Nosadya and Abramgon and the Ramban and the Ritba, etc., etc. The Nusach, which appears in about 20 or more Rishonim. And the only change that I made was, instead of referring to the city, it refers to Makoma HaMikdash and the Har, the mountain, the Harabai, the, the Temple Mount. About 25 years ago or so, I published this uh, little card, which explains why it is incorrect to continue saying the Nusach that appears in many Sidurim. And after the explanation of the matter, as, as it appears here on the back, we have the Nusach uh, which is based entirely on the Talmud Yerushalmi and the Rishonim, with a very minor change that instead of speaking about the city, it speaks about the, the uh, Temple Mount. In other words, here we see the words, Al-Makom Beth Mikdashacha, speaks about Ahar Ha'avel, the mountain, the temple, the temple Mount, which is in mourning, etc., etc. And this is, of course, what we're davening for nowadays on Tisha B'Av, because if the Mikdash were rebuilt, we would no longer be commemorating Tisha B'Av. So, for all the above reasons, the correct Nusach to say on Tisha B'Av is not the Nusach which appears in most Sidurim. The correct Nusach that one should say is that which is brought in the Talmud Yerushalmi and all the Rishonim with the very minor uh, modification that we have mentioned. Thank you, Rabbi Bar Chaim. We would like to encourage our listeners to share these podcasts with friends and send in your responses. We would also like to suggest the following opportunity to our listeners. If you identify with Rabbi Barheim's message and would like to sponsor or dedicate a podcast in honor or memory of a loved one, if you would like to obtain Birkon, Nusach Eretz Israel, or invite the rabbi for a speaking engagement, please email us at office at machonshilo.org.